Hello and welcome to Shea Sports Stories. I'm your host Shea and on this show I talk about the most interesting and important people and events in all sports. On this week's show I'm going to be going over the five worst NBA teams by record in NBA history. So we're starting with the 1993 Mavericks. The Mavericks, uh, terrible year, was somewhat influenced by their new star rookie Jim Jackson refusing to play. He was in a contract holdout with the team. Uh, so yeah, the team started two and twenty-seven. You know, which is uh, don't think I have to tell you this. Very bad. <laughs> uh, that got Richie Adubato, the head coach, fired, and he was replaced by his assistant Gar Hurd. Um, which led <laughs> they went two and thirty over their next stretch of games, starting four and fifty-seven, which is like kind of the low watermark for any of these teams, but. Jim Jackson came back, and down the stretch they won seven games with him, which uh, is still not very good. But seven and fourteen is a lot better than four and fifty-seven. <laughs> so that leaves the Mavericks as only the fifth worst team in NBA history based off of their uh, final record. Then we've got the 1998 Nuggets. The uh, Nuggets started off kind of similar to the Mavericks, just just awful. They were in real competition for like the worst record and by far. They started two and thirty-eight, but towards the end of the year they started to kind of come together and uh, barely dodge one of the worst records in or barely touch the worst record in NBA history, going four and eleven in March and going two and eight in April, which got them to an eleven win uh, record. Which I mean, four and eleven in March might not sound impressive, but it's it might just be the best month any of these teams had. Uh, so, it's the best basketball you're going to hear about today. And then we got the uh, 2016-76ers as the third worst team in NBA history. The 76ers, uh, I mean, this isn't too surprising. This season can kind of be explained by the uh, trust the process era in Philly. 76ers were tanking to the highest degree that we've ever really seen in the NBA. Uh, the the success of the trust the process era can be debated, but I mean, they did obviously get Joel Embiid, uh, and I mean they got Ben Simmons, who somehow got them James Harden. Uh, the other kind of interesting aspect of this being in the uh, trust the process era is that the 2016-76ers are kind of unique in the way that they're the only team on this list that wasn't just totally hated by the fans because. A lot of people in Philly bought into the whole idea of the uh, trusting the process. But, you know, maybe they weren't hated by the fans, but the 76ers were very bad this year. They started 0-18, and they finished the year 10-72. and They just barely allowing uh, a different 76ers team to keep the worst record in a full 82-game season, who we're going to talk about now. The 1973 Sixers are the worst team in NBA history in a non-lockout year. Uh, they're number two overall. Uh, just six years prior, the 76ers had set the wins record and had won an NBA championship, but all the players from that record-setting championship-winning team are gone. The Sixers started the year 0-15. They're 4-57, 51 games into the year. Uh, head coach Roy Rubin, who had been heavily critiqued for the whole season, including often by his own players, was fired. 
with a 7.8% win percentage. Kevin Loffrey, a player for the 76ers, took over as a player coach, and the team played way better down the stretch, going 5-26 and to finish 9-73. and uh, Unfortunately for them, they couldn't dodge um, being the worst team in NBA history in an 82-game season, but they narrowly avoided having the worst winning percentage of all time, which goes to the 2012 Charlotte Bobcats. The Bobcats were coming off of a 34-48 and 48 season, and the acquisition of two new rookies in Bismack Biombo and Campbell Walker, both the top 10 picks. Uh, they're coming into the lockout shortened season in 2012. They were hoping to improve. They did not. They started the year off with a win, but that didn't last. 13 games into the year, they were 3-10, and 10. Uh, but it's, it's about to get just so much worse. They lost their next 16 games before picking up their fourth one to be at 4-26. and 26. They picked up their next one fairly quickly to get to 5-31. and 31. They'd win their sixth game four games later and their seventh game three games after that to be at 7-36, and 36, which somehow is one of the best starts of any of these teams. Um, but, you know, 7-36 is obviously very bad, and it went so much worse. The Bobcats would lose their next 23 games to finish the year 7-59. and 59. After getting off to maybe the best start of any of these bad teams, they, uh, they really committed to the getting the, worst pit, the getting the worst record in NBA history and just lost out. Their leading scorer was Gerald Henderson, who averaged 15 points per game. Bismack Biombo led in rebounding with 5.8, which I think might be the lowest um, rebounding total I've ever heard of for a team leader in rebounds. DJ Augustine led in assists with 6.4, and to make things worse, the Bobcats didn't even win the draft lottery and get the number one, one overall pick, who would be Anthony Davis. Instead, they had the second pick and selected Michael Kidd Gilchrist. <laughs> so, the, you know, having the worst season in NBA history for uh, Michael Kidd, Kil- Kidd, Kil- Kidd Gilchrist, it's a, little, it's a little rough, but, you know, that is uh, all for this week. Thank you for listening. And stay tuned for more great content.